It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to another Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. It's Mark here with Ryan and Rob. And Rob, that you're already neck deep in the tinnies. Mate, what's on the menu for tonight? Oh, I've got a nice um, IPA. There's a Wellington brewery called Fortune Favors, which I'll give a shout out to. They do a good uh, IPA, so shout out to them. Okay. Yeah, no, good stuff. And uh, boys, I was just saying before we uh, kicked off, I want to get into some uh, non-football related stuff for the first couple of minutes of the podcast because I've, I've come across something magical tonight and I want to share it with you. Are you are you ready for it? Please. I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> so for the young Listeners out there, particularly the young boys, I want you to listen to this. The trick to low effort but looking at impressive when it comes to impressing women specifically is uh, being able to cook. But cooking shit that sounds like it's really hard and tastes really good but it's actually really easy. And I discovered a menu, like a a dish tonight that I want to share with you because it literally took me 10 minutes to cook and it tasted awesome and it's so simple that it's no harder than putting like ramen in the microwave. So boys, are you familiar with the rule of cooking that you should only use five ingredients, not including like condiments and stuff? Five's too many for my cooking ability. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So even in like really nice, like fine dining restaurants and stuff like that, you find that typically there it's a less is more approach. And so this is a garlic prawn pasta and it's literally just, Prawns, pasta, and like you use spaghetti or whatever, garlic, butter, and then olive oil, and that's it. And you just get the prawns, like 30 prawns, fry them up for like two minutes, like uncooked ones, and take all the shells and stuff off. And then, yeah, like with the oil, and then just garlic, butter for like two minutes, let all the butter melt in, cook the pasta off for 10 minutes, put them together, Bit of parsley, salt and pepper, and you're done. Uh, and it tastes awesome. Yeah, yeah a little ingredient. bit of parsley. Oh no, like you don't include like salt and pepper and that sort of stuff, but just a little, you know, a little bit of herbs. But you know, it's it's just so easy. It took me like, literally ten minutes when I got home, and it tasted awesome. And just something like that, you just learn how to cook like three things like that, and and you're sweet. Do you guys have a, a go to like easy recipe that you use to impress people if you're cooking? Um, yeah, I've got no. I've got a couple. I think that's a really good one. I think uh, that'd be nice to splice to a TikTok, Ryan, if you can. Um, not just not just <laughs> football content. Uh, I think I'll leave the uh, the cooking TikToks to Dazza, I reckon. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Good, good idea. yeah, absolutely. Maybe we could get a garlic prawn pasta pie. Ooh. That'd be tasty. You do it on the barbie, I assume. Not the pie. No, you no, just no, no. The 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 the, the prawns, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not a prawn. Mate, come on. We're not putting shrimps on the barbie here, mate. We're just, no, you're just in a, like, you could do it in a wok, like an electric wok, or, or just in a regular fry pan if you don't have a wok. But good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, easy peasy. And I did the uh, lamb, roast lamb last night in the air fryer. Like, I know it's funny, like, people make fun of people that have an air fryer and then the only thing they use is they cook in the air fryer, but that's like, that's me now. It's just a bit of a you cult, just, I think the the air fryer situation like they are good but uh, like oh. you can still do a lot without one you know 
Oh yeah, it's it's basically just an oven that doesn't take like twenty minutes to preheat. Yeah, and if you've got a, like you, a convection oven, it's exactly the same. But yeah, it's oh, just, yeah. it's just um, yeah. I think it's kind of like do you have CrossFit in in Australia? <laughs> it's yes. like it's like once you start doing CrossFit, you can't talk about anything that's not CrossFit, and it's kind of a bit like that yeah. with air fries for me. Yeah, it's a bit like how do you know if someone's a vegan? Don't worry, they'll just tell you. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, Ryan, what about you, mate? What's your go-to recipe? Protein shake? Uh, yeah, mate, protein shake. Um, maybe a bit of tuna with uh, some rice in the microwave. That's uh, that, that's the go-to. A bit of hot sauce on there. <laughs> Just living like a student, eh? Hey? <laughs> I, you know, I, I hate cooking. I, I don't cook for myself. Like, it, it, honestly, if I didn't live with Lucy now, I'd still be eating tuna and rice for every meal, I reckon. Oh, man. I love cooking. Yeah, I probably do, like... 95% of the cooking in our house. I think once you like have ingredients and you have a couple of recipes that you enjoy cooking, mm. it becomes a lot less painful. I think. Yeah. Like once you've got like a base level of ingredients in your pantry or mm. fridge, it's, it's a lot easier. Um, and you don't have to live like tuna and yeah. rice every day. <laughs> it's something I didn't know existed up until I started using it. And now it goes in like almost literally everything that I cook is cayenne pepper. It's tasty. Yeah. It's very hot. I never though. used to eat spicy food because I was little, like sick when I was younger. And then I've tried to develop my palate a little bit as I've gotten older. And you know what I put it on is my like roast vegetables. You know, when you have like roast pork or roast lamb or whatever, and you have your veggies, you just give it a dust of cayenne pepper and it gives it a little bit of a, a little bit of a kick. Mm. So yeah. Welcome to the uh, NRL fantasy cooking podcast. But, Ready, uh, steady, cook. <laughs> boys. Tune in, tune in next week for uh, you know my recipe of the week. Ryan, I want you to make one meal this week and post it on the socials, what and and then just tell us about it next week. I, I don't I'll have five you, ingredients, mate. I, 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 I give you a <laughs> challenge. You gotta go. You gotta go and make Gordon Ramsay's beef Wellington. What, Ooh, maybe not though. Hours. Maybe not beef Wellington. Has the has the mushroom story hit um, Australia? The the woman that poisoned allegedly poisoned the woman with making a beef wellington no no it's it happened in australia um i'll pull it up oh, okay obviously it's massive over here but just hasn't even made it's <laughs> even making yeah. news over there obviously uh, yeah just unexplained deaths it's not even on the radar yeah yeah and so there was three deaths resulting from a uh, beef wellington in sydney uh yeah that's wild it's crazy that's i encourage you to um leon gatha leon gatha do you know where that is okay no no, no. south southeast of melbourne not even sydney at all no, no wonder no wonder i don't know where it is yeah fair enough <laughs> well at least we know you're not the worst cook in australia ryan you must be at least the second worst cook because somebody killed somebody with a mushroom yeah, never killed anyone. I got that going for me. <laughs> All right, boys, let's jump into the let's jump into the footy. What do we got? We got Tavita Pangai retiring from rugby league, but then playing this weekend. Is that is that what's gone down? Or yeah, it's yeah I think it's season's year, end. Yeah, yeah, season's end. Oh, Him and Jared Croker. Right. Has there been a um a state of origin to retirement uh to boxing in one year before? <laughs> well, Anthony Mundine oh. got to be close, surely. Ma, got to be close. Oh man. Yeah. All right, boys. The Cowboys are going to play the Sharks on Thursday night. It's going to be fun. Um, Sharky's hitting a little bit of form at the moment. The Cowboys off the bye. 
Uh, Cowboys team looking pretty normal. James Tamu's down there in 22. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. He had a Liz Frank injury at, uh, in the preseason. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if he comes back and takes a spot on the bench. But, I mean, that, that Cowboys sort of team's pretty settled, I guess. Um, Fantasy-wise, it's really just Scott Drinkwater. And, um, you know, unfortunately, everybody that has Robson, uh, he's going to cost me a, an off-season of having a Waz. Uh, profile picture, except Rob, you know, what's funny is uh, like, you know, when the Waz win the grand final, I'll be happy to make him my profile picture. So yeah, it be a bad thing. it's a win-win, mate. Yeah. It's not even a punishment. It's just, yeah. I suckered you in with a bet, but it's actually what I wanted to do the whole time. I just wanted a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. Well, joke's on me. I've still got Robson. So I'm kind of lose-lose <laughs> for me. Um, but I think you loop him if you have him this week, potentially. Um, Would you pay... Still- uh, would you play Reese Robson or Dylan Edwards up against the uh, the Titans team that's been named? Dylan Edwards. Mm, really I think awesome. I'm starting all my Panthers this week. If I have all right, them. well maybe but, I'll maybe I'll loop Robson and Edwards because I can do that because well, I've got Lemuelu. Here's a question oh. though: Would you start um, Robson or Wade Graham? Loop, sorry, Robson. Robson. Mm. Yeah. Like. We, we always talk about try regression on this podcast. And like I think if this is one hooker that may be due for some try regression, it's Reese Robson. Like he's only got two this year, hasn't scored one since round eight. And typically he is a 30% type of try scorer guy. So, I mean, mm. if there's anyone that's due a try in the next week or two, it's probably Reese Robson. Wheels up. I'll put that anytime try score a bit on right now. I reckon you get $6 or something for that. You've got a looper sure. though, don't you, uh, Mark? Or do you? Yeah, yeah. I've got Lemuelo Red Dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah, wheels up. That's it for the Cowboys. Uh, Ruben Cotter is going to be an interesting one for next year, but not for this year. For the Sharkies, Nico Hines is playing games of football. Uh, he's in your team or not. Um, and Cameron McInnes is a goat, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, he's almost as good as the bloke in number 12, but, yeah, no, he's, he's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this uh, Sharks team is a lot more fantasy relevant than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, Ramian's <laughs> been really good as well. It's probably a sign of the negative aspects of the season that the Sharks team is too fantasy relevant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Hines against Cowboys, a captaincy shout with the Cowboys defensive troubles recently, or we're going to slap it straight on Nathan Cleary against the Titans and not ask any questions. Yeah. I feel like that second one there's the guy. <laughs> Just don't ask any questions. No funny business. Yeah. Are we in danger of the, of the uh, the Panthers sort of running up too many points and him and Cleary not having to do that much? Well, I mean, if he's yeah. racking up 20 points in goals and... Yeah, well, yeah. One of those don't overthink it things, probably. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Waz up against the Seagulls. Chances back. Uh, Tohu, another try. Um. Yeah, I mean they are uh, they're sort of pretty settled. This Waz team uh, bench is on the lighter side, which I guess is probably good for you know you adding for Newell Blakes of the world. Uh, Mitch Barnett's is out. Uh, Bunty Afo is named. Um, Sean Johnson, uh, risky captaincy option with the uh, the kicking. Uh, Rob, anything we missed here, or that's sort of you know they're sort of as per program these days. Yeah, that's right. I think. Um, chances back, I think you said that. Um, and Barnett had like a stitches in his knee or something, so he hopefully is on the out for one week. But it is a very light bench. Um, I can't see 
a world where Tohu and Fenua Blake aren't playing massive minutes, um, which is good for the owners. Um, I'm thinking of getting in Fenua Blake this week, potentially. Um, so, yeah. Wheels up. Yep, 100%. Ryan, anything to add for the Waz? Up the Waz. Woo! Uh, for the Sea Eagles, uh, apparently there was an article earlier today, Josh Schuster's time in the halves has ended and then he's been now named in the halves. Uh, but, I mean, they're sort of as per as well and, and it's really just DC and Garrick. Uh, that's, pro- that's probably about it, really. Nothing nothing more to say there. Anyone want to add anything more for the uh, Sea Eagles there? I wonder if Arthur will come in at six and push... Um, just a back to the bench. Or maybe Tualangi could go back to the bench like last week. Yeah. Mm, possibility. Yep. Not Nothing that's particularly fantasy relevant, I don't think. Maybe for draft players. Uh, for Parramatta, uh, Moses obviously out. Dejan Arce comes in to the centres. Simonson at centre, Mike Acevo's back. What was, he, was he suspended last week or out injured? He's been suspended, yeah, he Mike Acevo. He got a three-week yeah. suspension. He's like player number one on the list of guys for 2024, isn't he? He's so cheap, eh? And he's scored heaps of tries as well. Yeah. It's a really I think he's just one. struggling. I, I can say absolutely as somebody, I'm like I'm over 10 months post-ACL now and my knee's nowhere near 100%, so I can understand why it takes people a while to get back to normal. Uh, obviously, he's getting more physio than I am, but, I mean, we're similar athletically, Sivo and I, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the laugh, vote of confidence, Ryan. Jerk. Um, <laughs> Hopgood's named on the edge. Madison back to the bench. Uh, often Gowie named at lock. Uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard's back. I don't think this situation is any worse for Madison than what it was previously. If anything, it might be marginally better. Uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on the Eels forward rotation? It's probably the most relevant stuff here. Yeah, I'd say you're probably right. Um, I mean, it's pretty pretty easy to say that Hopgood, uh, well, that Offengawi probably plays less minutes in the middle than Hopgood certainly would have. Um, mm. I, I wouldn't be uh, overly encouraged if I was a Madison owner, but I don't think it's complete panic stations. Uh, I mean, Hopgood to an edge is pro- maybe a little bit annoying. Uh, we don't have the biggest data set there, but, um, yeah, it's just another Brad Arthur special, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like he's one of those work rate guys that's not going to drop off too much. Mm. Do we think he's actually going to play 80 on an edge or just move into the middle at some point? It's tough to yeah. say because, like, um, like there's not a Arthur's, Davey though on the bench, is there? So, well, yeah, and Arthur's shown that he doesn't really like using Maddo out there if he can help it, can he? Like, mm. I thought the obvious move here would have been Madison to eleven, but I guess yep. not. And uh, Hopgood at lock where he's played all year, but no, yeah, it's trying to trying to predict an aneurysm is pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No, and I mean. Moretti and Werrimu Gregor aren't going to steal a huge amount of minutes and hands is obviously going to play uh, hooker with Joey Lussex. So, yeah, I think it's probably okay. Anyone with Madison, I'm not sure I'm excited about trusting him in a do-or-die head-to-head matchup this week. Um, but I got him and Tohu, and I sort of don't really trust either of them. But 
trying to which one <laughs> trying to work out which one I trust more at the moment. Yeah, because um, the other one's going to get moved on to Yo probably or Tino, depending on how frisky I'm feeling. I think Tohu with that bench is pretty good for seventy odd minutes, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any interest in Dylan Brown as a pod or with uh, Moses gone? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. For the do or die head to head person that doesn't care about 27, it's great. Yeah, he was so good last yeah. year, wasn't he? Um, at as the I remember getting him in and he was just phenomenal. So, yeah, yep, mm. I like it. Uh, and then for the Roosters, the Centurion, Drew Hutchinson, holds on to his spot. Sam Walker is lurking down in 18. Uh, outside of that, it's kind of pretty familiar-looking side. Uh, Angus Crichton's back and keeping his price nice and low by coming off the bench. I wonder if he actually is ever going to go back to being an edge player, if he's just a Benjamin middle forward now. It would be interesting one to look at in the preseason. Just a new Ryan Madison now, isn't he? Just uh, the bench... Forward, that's not an edge mm. anymore, apparently. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, I don't really have a lot for this Roosters team. I picked up Sam Walker in uh, draft, hoping that he gets named at halfback and I can play him instead of Metcalf this week. But no dice. That's probably about it. Yeah, probably, you know, see what happens. Um, Tigers are going to play the Dolphins in a game of football that 34 players are going to participate in. Um, possibly two more are going to participate in it. Um, for fantasy, it's the two edge back rowers for the Tigers and Buller for anyone that's still got him. Uh, I've got him in, I've got Buller in my draft team, which I'm pretty excited about against this Dolphins team. I think it's a good matchup. Uh, Clem has really fallen off a cliff this year, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah he has. Yeah, Just completely back down to earth, not really playing the uh. The minutes he was, it's probably uh, to do with, uh, I guess, middle players as a whole, like shifting more to the edges mm. rather, than, rather than being uh, middle dominant. Yeah, just the play style of the NRL in general just is the complete opposite mm. of what Clem is good at. He's, it's kind of like he's done at Aiden Tolman a little bit where he just, just doesn't suit him anymore. But see what happens. Maybe he'll come back next year and be one for the preseason. We'll see how we go. Um, and then for the doll, oh, I mean, Appy's still there and, and scoring. He's scoring pretty well at the moment, isn't he? Oh, he scored, what, a 62 last week? Oh, Appy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. He's, he went all right last week, yeah. 50-something. Yep. Uh, and then for the Dolphins, Hammer's out. Kenny Bromwich is out. Ray Stone's out. Lemuelo's out. Jemmy Marshall King's out. Val Tafare's out. I don't know whoever the other centre was is also out. Rob Jennings is in. Bostock's in. Harrison Graham's in. He's probably an interesting option for those looking for a um, you know a cheap player who can participate in scoring if needed. Um, poor Jared Wallace still isn't starting. Uh, I don't really have a lot of here for the Dolphins, boys. Anyone have anything notable here for the Dolphins? Nah. <laughs> yeah. I think Aitken will be back in the centres next week for Lemuelu if he is back. Um, and then that will push. Well, I guess um, Hammer will be back as well, right? So that will probably push out those both those centres. Um, but if Aitken keeps a spot, 
in the back row might be fun. I don't know. Who's got trades? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Where is he? What, what price is Aiken? Is he cheap? He's like 400. Ooh, it's like okay. one you wanted, one you wanted uh, at the start of the year. I still think it's a good option if he keeps a spot, but I, I think Lemuel is back next week. 483. Well, oh, no, that's too expensive. No, I needed, I needed 400. 400 would have been perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez, Jason Tomalolo is cheaper than Telltale Moan now. <laughs> My God. Yeah, all just, the like Cotter, Robson, um, Tamalolo are all going to be so interesting next year, eh? Do you remember Stafford Toa being like 650? Oh, when he had that like near 100 point game, like that 90 uh, something. It was, 100, it was 100, it was over 100, yeah. And no, he's, down no, four, yeah. he's down at 410 now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's just absolutely falling off a cliff. Um, uh, yeah, that's it for the Dolphins, no more. Moving on to the Titans. Titans have uh, no Kieran Foran, no Tanner Boyd. Keanu Keeney's named at fullback. Jaden Clamble named at six. Tom Weaver at seven. Uh, Joe Stimson's on the bench with Cleese Haas on the edge. Moe's back. It's probably a really good team for the middles. Uh, even, you know, Jamin Jolliffe as a uh, draft might be sitting out there in the waivers potentially. Um, yeah, there's not, not a lot to say here for the Titans outside of David Feeder and Tino. I'm probably not really actively looking to purchase anyone, and I don't think I'd be wanting to go into any of those players against the Panthers either, to be honest. Yeah, I guess the only hope for them really is that because Penrith don't mind playing down the middle and they like to get into that grind, maybe there's a little bit of base there for them in terms of tackling um, compared to mm. maybe some of the other games they play in that gets a little bit, uh, you know, pass happy, play through the edges, throw the ball around type stuff. Uh, that might not necessarily be the case here, but um, that's also contingent on them not standing behind the sticks uh, for half the game as well. So um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've got the biggest confidence in Tino. Uh, like he tends to need a try to put up a big score or some attacking stats or something, but... That said, they got flogged last week and he scored a try, so maybe I'm wrong. Yep, that's true. Uh, he's just so light on his feet, eh, Tino? He just gets mm. around. Um, for the Panthers, it's really Nathan Cleary, Isaiah Yo. You know, is there going to be a lot of defensive work in this game for Yo, or are you better sort of going down to a Cameron McInnes or Dylan Brown or, you know, Adam Fanua Blake type? Instead, I don't know. I don't have a good. I don't have a good feel for this week, Rob. I don't know what about you. It was sort of a bunch of like not great options for those trying to make head-to-head finals. Yeah, I was having a look. I think McInnes is probably my favourite of the mids if you can afford him. Um, mm. But he's just slightly out of my price range, unfortunately. So I th- I'm looking at a, like a kind of cheaper option of like a Fenua Blake or Munster or Cherry or something like that. Um, so yeah, if you need a mid, like Yo is the premium option, right? But he is quite expensive and I mean, he's probably going to get you 60, right? Like he just always does like clockwork. Um, but if you want to chase some potential ceiling, then maybe one of the other guys. Yeah. 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 No, that's fair. I mean, he can put on an attacking move or something like that. 
Because even like, you know, just looking at the guys, like it, it, just the mids in general, you got Haas on a bye, Yo, easy matchup, Tino, hard matchup, Hopgood on the edge, Carrigan on a bye, Debellin out. It's really McInnes. And then, you know, you got Murray going into a bye next week and um, and Fanil Black. Yeah. I feel like so. Yo got robbed at Trisis last week. I was watching, I can't remember yeah. who someone dropped Send it. Send the email. Far off the email. No, 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 no. He, 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 he. It wasn't a. It wasn't robbed by fantasy. I think someone dropped it or someone did oh, something. Right. I can't remember. Mm. Just yeah. Panthers being useless. Yep. Yeah. Nah. Typical. Typical Panthers. <laughs> Sucking. Yeah. Sucking. Um. Yeah. Nah. That's that's it. That's probably it for them. Uh, moving on to the Dragons. Uh, they are going to play a football game against the Storm, which will take eighty minutes. I'm confident it won't take longer than that. Um. It, Players will score tries, uh, <laughs> most of them likely in purple jerseys. Uh, for the Dragons, there is nobody of interest outside of people that already own Dan Russell. Uh, anyone have any objections to that statement? Nope. Maybe Zach Oh, your man, Blake Laurie? No? No interest from Mark? No. No, man. I've already said my piece on, Dan, on uh, Blake Laurie. Oh, I said Dane Laurie then. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, and then for the Storm, no Pappenhausen in the emergencies. Dirty about that. Where is he? Um, they've named Nelly Cattell. Starting on the edge here, uh, probably see a late switcheroo again, I'm guessing, with Harry Grant coming off the bench, I'm, I'm guessing, but I'm not concerned about him in this game. Uh, Munster Hughes are good. That's probably it. Really, I don't really want to. You know, is there anything more to say on the storm here? They've sort of been been who they are all year. Yeah, yeah, no, as is, isn't it? Yep, 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 yep. Uh, for the Knights on Sunday, first game, Ponga is a football player. He's good. Uh, Dan Gagai also good. Jackson Hastings has been named after breaking his ankle last week. Very <laughs> impressive. Um, yeah, I think he just got into the Matilda spirit, boys. What do you think? Yeah, he's fake, faking the injury. Soccer, you know. Come mm. on, follow me there. No, I see, I'll see, I'll see what you do. No, yeah, come on, follow me in. Um, yeah, so yeah, managed to. <laughs> I dropped Hastings, thinking he was gone for the year in draft, and he's bloody sitting there. So I had to scoop him back up today. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is sort of they are what they are as well. Knights, there's no one. I'm actively going out of my way to buy that I don't already have. Gagai, you know, I mean, if if you're looking for a center, Gagai is good, obviously, but. Yeah. I mean, Mo, like for anyone that's had Lemuelo ruled out, it's a it's a long walk up now, 220K. So, um, yeah, I think most people probably don't have that just sitting around. Yeah, it's the house, you know, you yeah. house downgrade, I think. Mm, right, okay. Allows people to do it. But, um, yeah, you're right. If you've got Lem and no center cover, then it's pretty grim. Yep. Yeah, that's probably it. Frizzell's sort of kicking along. He's been a bit slow the last couple of weeks now, but that's three, two forty threes in the last three weeks. A bit disappointing with some soft matchups, um, but hopefully he can sort of pull his finger out in this one against the Rabbits. Uh, this is going to be a really telling game for the Knights for their finals run. Um, actually, I actually think the Knights are going to win this personally, and, and I think they – yeah, you know, they match up pretty well with the with the rabbits. 
and then for the Rabbitohs, going into the, uh, you know, by next week, Ryan, it's pretty much just the Trell Murray show, isn't it? Yeah, for the most part. I don't know if I'd uh, want to be going into any of them now. I think it's sort of one you probably wanted to have been on them a couple of weeks ago um, with the buy coming into next week. But, yeah, if you've got them, then, uh, yeah, just play on, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you got um, third, 30, you know, what, a third of the season he's going to be out for now, whoever you're buying, which, mm. you know, most people you wouldn't go into somebody who's going to be out for a third of the season. Uh, for the Raiders against the Bulldogs in the last game of the round, uh, it's probably more of the same in terms of you own them, keep them. It's good bench for the forwards with uh, yeah. Schiller and Tom Starling there. I have to imagine that's going to change, although maybe not. Um, yeah, wheels up Tarpany and Horsburgh if this stays as a bench. Yeah, and classic sticky ruining everyone's uh, best looper in James Schiller. Like he was the cheapest uh, red dot center last week and now he's a green dot. <laughs> oh, killing. Uh, yeah. Yep, no. Um, and then for the Bulldogs, Ryan Sutton's back at lock. Uh, yeah. Preston's <laughs> out for two weeks. Preston. Yep. Yeah, Preston. Good. Preston's gone. Carez down to earth, eh? I thought he'd go all right last week. Did Seif's did Seif's comment something about that? Probably. I saw him put a put a comment on the Insta. I mean I feel like a, a high thirty score in a flogging is uh, still something mm. to take. Oh, oh mate, still my wing fullback, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, take yeah. that every day. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, I reckon we get into the questions, boys. What do you think? Yeah, I can do that. Um Rob, do you want to do Instagram and I'll do the other two? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. Should I start? Sure. Start. Sure. Okay. Um, I mean, it's a lot of the uh, the same question. I'm sure we'll probably have to be answering this question for our own teams this week. But um, so Danny and Skinny P, they're both looking for mids this week. Uh, they want to know, I guess, maybe we should rank them potentially. Uh, Corey Horsburgh, Cameron, Cameron McInnes, Adam Fanua-Blake or Big Tino? Um what do you think, boys? If you had to pick one or pick two, like how would you rank them one to four? So was it McInnes? Uh, should we just name all of them, all of the options? Would that be helpful for future questions? Um, well, I mean, most people have the, the the same guys, but so I guess you know we're looking at these sort of options that other people don't potentially have. But I guess we can, um, like the seven to eight hundred k mids. I quite like Horsburgh. As well, I kind of just thought everyone had him. Um, I think McInnes is my favourite of the people that not everyone has. And then uh, Fanil Blake, and then Tino. Yeah, I I think Fanil Blake might be last. Really, just in terms of like floor to ceiling potential. Fanil hmm. Blake's floor has been really good. Yeah, he's just getting so many tries. Yeah, there's a lot of tries. I mean, so is yeah, Tino. Like if you, like if you, if you, but if you look at, but you know, so if you look at Fanua Blake, the last couple of games, these are the non tries games. He's 52, 48, 49, 40, the last yeah. four. So if he doesn't get a try, it's a 52 or less, where even like when you go with McInnes, he doesn't need a try to get. 88 even like you know mm. he could he can put that up 
you know, he could do that in tackles. Um, and, I mean, Yo is about as safe as it gets. The only danger for him is getting an early shower in this Titans game. And, I mean, Tino, it's not like they've got anything to lose with throwing him out there. Yeah. Almost. Titans don't have anything to play for, but uh, you're right. Like, they don't have any other mids, like, anywhere close to their team, you know? So, mm. um, I, I, I think it's 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 pretty small margins, isn't it, between all these guys? And you might be right, but, um, but Fenoble yeah. is quite a lot cheaper than the other ones we're talking about. So I'm, like, I'm starting to wonder if potentially the two best options here are both the Raiders guys, and I never thought I'd say that as a Ricky Stewart mm. hater, as a noted... Ricky Stewart hate, but Corey Horsburgh and someone we haven't talked about really is Joseph Tarpanay. Um, yeah. Obviously, played a little bit down minutes last week because of the flogging, but even in a flogging, he's still got 53 minutes. And like you look at his weeks before that, and it's it's been pretty good um, from mm. old Joey Tarpanay recently. And and we discussed this bench with a back and an outside hooker. Uh, sorry, an outside back and a hooker. Um, I, I don't know. I just look at this and have a hard time seeing him playing less than 55, especially against the Bulldogs as well. Like there's a chance for attacking stats here. Um, I, I, I'm just wondering if maybe Tarpany is even a better option than Fenua Blake in basically the same price bracket. Yep. Yeah, I like I like both benches. Um, and you're right. Like Raiders still have a lot to play for. Um, because somehow they're still in the top eight, even though they have like a negative 120 points differential. Um, yeah. No, I like that as well. It's hard to rank them basically. Uh, but McInnes, I like the most. I think still, mm. but he's very mm. expensive. Yeah, I suppose though we're at the time of the year where uh, price maybe doesn't matter as much if you're using your last two or three trades or yeah. whatever. And if you're going the- from Haas, you can kind of turn him into anyone really, apart from Tino, maybe. Yep. No, absolutely. Okay, so um, official rankings. Uh, McInnes, number one for Rob. Um, Raiders guys, second, third, pick who you want, and maybe Fenil Blake Tino last. Is that sort of the consensus? I can't. I can't rank Tarpany over any of those other players. Like he's last for me. I can't really. I can't put him higher than that. Yeah. No. Just yeah. Even with the bench, like it's. You just it's don't know with Yeah, Gula might play 60 minutes, you know? Yeah, I mean, outside of that, like, there's, he had the 85 and 59 minutes in round 18 and the 69 with a try, but then it's all just 52, 51, 63, and then 37. Like, you know, like, you can get that. Like, Tino just has that, like, 75 in 80 minutes without a try upside that that I don't think that Tarpany has... I mean, he does absolutely have it, but yeah, you can yeah, almost set your watch to Tino playing seventy minutes in this game. Like, it's I just find that really hard to. And like McInnes, if he doesn't get that try, he gets a sixty-five, which is fine. Like, I, like I like if money's not an object, I think I probably roll in the dice with Tino as my one. How much do you factor in the matchup being against Penrith? Do do you? Well, I mean, like if you look at Tino, it's like first half of the year, it's very underwhelming. And then he's been in a purple patch since about round 10. So, I mean, how much how much faith do you have that the purple mm. patch ends? Like, I don't know. Like it's it's maybe got a little bit of a feel of uh, that Regan Campbell-Gillard purple patch from a, a year ago when he was 
everyone was rushing him in because he was going awesome and then dropped back to earth. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that Tino and Regan Campbell-Gillard are different players. But I understand your point. Um, yeah, I think if you if you wanted somebody this week, adding Fanua Blake against this manly middle might be the way to go. Yeah, I quite like it. And then it's uh, Dragons Dolphins next too, which is equally appealing. Hmm. Yeah. So, so the answer is we have no answer. Well, yeah. no, we don't I mean, have any answer, but we've talked about the pros and cons of most of the people, uh, and just pick your favorite. I think. Yeah, I mean, if you if you look at Tino's sixty five plus minute games in front row or lock, he averages seventy minutes for fifty seven and a half points, and there's only two tries in that, not including this recent purple patch. So, you know, he's got the got, and even like. You know, he played the Eels, which is sort of not a great team, but yeah, he, he does tend to he does seemingly tend to score better against bad teams. But he got a sixty last year against the Panthers in round eight without a try or anything like that. You know, Cowboys are at fifty three is fine, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. It's hard. I think if i think if I was picking a player for my life this week, it might be it might just be yo. <laughs> it might just be yo. Yeah, but, I think if you want the safe as houses approach, it's yo, for sure. Hmm. Eden for Blake revenge well, game as well. Uh, well, here, here's where here's where it becomes a, an interesting one for, for you guys. And let's put this into a practical scenario to, to put the acid test to this. So, like, I'm looking at in, in Tiffany's team, uh, she's got three trades left, and I'm looking at, you know, Lemuelu cash down and then Madison and Torhu elite gun up. And I can get, I can't get two of Yo and Tino, but I can get one of them and then McInnes. Or do you go like a better bottom end player with the cash out and go to like Offengawi or something like that? But then you have to get Adam Fanil Blake. And, and, and then at that time, like, do you think. I guess the question is, is those bottom end players like your, you know, like your, is the, is the gap from McInnes to Fanua Blake or from Tino to Fanua Blake, which is, you know, 70 points, uh, 70K or 60K enough to warrant having a worse player on the other end? Or are they so close that at that time you just see them as the same? I, yeah, I'd kind of see them as the same. Like if you were to swap Tino and Adam Vanilla Blake's price, I'd be going Tino. Um, but yeah. at the current prices, I would prefer Vanilla Blake. If if uh, in, like in your like in your situation, obviously money is a object. Like you you're working within a budget here, um, so I yeah. think in that situation, I'd prefer Vanilla Blake. But if you jump all the way down to like Keeney or something like that, instead of often Gowie then you can afford both Tino and Yo. And then at that time, do you just go those two because they're the elite end scorers or is that is it not really any benefit? Because that's really the test is like, you know, is there enough of a benefit there that you see like, okay, I can compromise on the bottom end or is it like it's so close together that in which case money doesn't really matter? Yeah, yeah I'm not sure there, there is a it's big a difference. Team, isn't it? Yeah. So, and... I just always find it difficult justifying trades on like your 19 to 21st players, you know? So mm. I'd probably just cash all the way down. But 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, like, the problem is you... there, like with the emergency, right? You're running out of trades, potentially going into a head to head grand final. Yeah. And the emergencies like Kotrick, Sonny Luke, and Munro plus whoever you get. Yeah. Okay. So in your situation, so you, it is a it is an eighteenth man. It's an eighteenth man. Okay. It's like you know, case... do you then go for an offer in Gowie who's starting lock this week and spend that extra seventy K and then go, you know, compromise down from a Tino to a Fanua Blake? Yeah. I would probably well, do that. Look, well, well, I'm okay. Well, let's look at like Tino versus Fanua Blake, right? So like Fanua Blake um, when he's played at least 50 minutes this year, he's averaging 59 in 62 minutes with a t- just just under a 40% try scoring rate, which is um, a fairly similar. Well, that's a, but that's the same as Tino. Like it's okay. so uh, okay. So like it's fairly they're fairly similar in that regard. And if you were to look at Fenua Blake when he plays at least 60 minutes, it's a 64 average in 67 minutes. So to me, they're basically the same player. The difference is Tino. You could probably far more comfortably set your watch to playing 70 minutes. Versus Fanuel mm. Blake, like if the Warriors are rolling, he might only play fifty. Like that's what you're paying yeah. for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have McInnes already? No. I can do. I can do. Yeah, if I I can get off in Gowie and then get like McInnes and Tino, which I'm I'm sort of leaning towards that and just skipping Yo. Hmm. I'm thinking. I'm, I don't know. Don't know. Giving away too much because I'm playing Ryan in the head-to-head next grand final next week in that league. He's trying to steer me out of it. He's trying to steer me into a landmine. This weekend? Or not? No, I got Nerd Dale this weekend. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This is the hates cup. <laughs> Nerd Dale. I thought I only had two trades. I mean, I thought Tiffany only had two trades left, but she got three. Oh, did you buy an extra one? Been a fill-up. got the DLC. So oh, how good. How do I gotta get pay it? for that? Gotta yeah. pay for it, mate. So in summary, dollar dollar cost average. Are we the most confident in McInnes's floor and ceiling? Is that the I think McInnes is too expensive, but I think uh, yeah, if price isn't an object, I would get him at his I would get him if you can't afford mm. Artino or Yo. Over Fanua Blake or Tapani. That's what, what I would do. Oh. But I, I think, you know, because of we know that he's he he cost so much less like two weeks ago, it just hurts to pay, you know, full price for him. Mm. Well, I mean, and here's the other question. Are we 100% sure that Tino to Fanua Blake's even an uh, that not Tino, that Torhu Harris to Fanua Blake's even an upgrade? This was my other question for you. I think this is still a great bench for Tohu. I think he's going to be playing seventy minutes. Yeah, but the problem that, but it's not, the point is that without that try, he's he's had two. Like he's been bailed out by two tries. Yeah, he has. he has. He doesn't score yeah. tries. That's the point. <laughs> no, he does this year, mate. Well, the last <laughs> try who? Yeah, try who? Harris, maybe part of his base. Um, yeah, it probably is an upgrade, but is it worth a trade? Mm. Yes. Yeah. And I realize I'm sound like I'm making this last 15 minutes of the pod about me, but I'm sure a lot of people are dealing with similar things for head-to-head finals this week. Well, do you think, like, in a situation, would you trade, like, a Hopgood out? No. No, I wouldn't trade Hopgood out. I was looking at trading him in. Yeah, good. I don't know. I've just (laughs) seen that, like, put, you know, put around a bit. Maybe for overall, would you trade him out with a buy to come in an uncertain role on the edge? I'm considering no. it in the overall side. Yeah. 
Mm. It's probably yeah, worth. If my overall team had yeah. trades, I'd think about it, but but it doesn't, so I'm, I'm worrying about it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, are we are we done with the mid chat for now? Do we do we come to an answer? No, we did, didn't seem like. We <laughs> I did. still think Just, I still think my favorite is McInnes, but I can't afford him. Okay, so. well, Rob, you say too expensive. Well, no, I think he's too, well. He's it's too expensive for me, but if price is not an object for you and you just want the best player at under 800k let's say yeah i think it's him all right so rob's definitive so rob's the only one who's given a definitive answer here he said mckinnis my definitive answer will be i think the best option is Corey horsborough if you don't have him um if you do i'd i'd probably go i think mckinnis second and then for blake third Mark, definitive and, answer. And not, and not Isaiah Yo. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, obviously, he's clear number one. He's clear yeah. number one for me. He's he is. But yeah, I, I, I just wasn't him. considering him. Yeah. Yeah. Isaiah Yo. This question didn't one. include him. Yeah. Fenil, let's go. Fenil Blake two, Tino three, McInnes four. Fenil Blake just jumped up your rankings really quickly. Yeah, yeah, he was last a minute ago. You took me into him, mate. What are you, mate, a man's allowed to change his mind. You took me into him. What do you want from me? I'm nah, sorry, I'm so it. compelling. Yeah. <laughs> Up the oh, wires. Oh dear. Up the wires. Up the wires. All right. Indeed. All right. Oh, I hope that helped. Question. I hope, I hope question. that helped you, Danny, because it didn't help me. <laughs> it, um, probably didn't, it probably didn't help anybody. <laughs> All right, while we're on this, Andy, so he's asked, uh, he's trading out Moses. He mentions uh, Fanua Blake McKinnis, who we just discussed, and he also throws in Munster and Cherry Evans. Um, uh, to me, the halves are probably the best options here. Um, so, uh, do you guys agree with that? Would you go Munster against the Dragons? I quite like well, Cherry after this week as well. He's got two really good matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, think- the Warriors aren't exactly a defensive power, so if we're being honest. We're not yet. Yeah. Okay, they're not the Panthers. And he, and he just put up eighty-eight. He put up eighty-eight against the Panthers last week. They so did. It's clearly yeah. not an issue. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like. I like Cherry. I like Cherry. I think. Um. But Munster is a is a really fun like one week play against um the Dragons as well. But Munster's just been a bit underwhelming. I think. Like the try bailed him out a lot as well. So he was kind of meandering towards a pretty average score. So. Not sure who I'd go. Okay. Hmm. Um. Okay. Liam wants to know. Uh, <laughs> We're sitting on the fence a lot tonight, aren't we? <laughs> um, yeah. I think I'd yeah. go. I think I'd go Cherry for overall and Munster for head to head. Done. Rob's very. Rob's this is the most definitive Rob's been all year. He's he's off the fence. Um. All right. Rob, this one's for you, mate. Liam wants to know. Who would you play in your 17 this week? Reese Robson or Hopgood on an edge? Oh, my God. Uh, I would pick Hopgood, but I would yeah. loop Robson if you can. Lovely. Good job. Um, Mark, Darren wants to know your thoughts on trading Brendan Hands to Harrison Graham as a second hooker. Sure. Is there another uh, hooker on the Dolphins bench? There is not. Uh, well, I mean, there is. Or Cody. Is it Milford? Uh, someone will play hooker. It might even be Katoa. Because we don't yeah, think... Yeah, Katoa will play hooker and Milford. Graham will play Eddie, will he? Will, do we? No. Nah. But he's a bit of a chance, so... Yeah. He'll play at least 50. Yeah. Um, 
All right, Rob. Um, okay, Michael here. He's a head-to-head player. He's trading out Haas and Isaiah Papali'i. He wants to know, who would you get in, um, McInnes and Fanua Blake or Yo and Fodawaker? Uh, Why are we tra- trading Isaiah Papali'i? I don't think I'd trade Papali'i against the Dolphins. He just got 62 points. What do you want? Yeah. Do we just do Haas to your favourite? Haas to Yo? Mm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, just do that. It, it's okay. 6K, isn't it, difference? So yeah. hopefully you can do that. Otherwise, get... Uh, it's McKinnis. 1K. 1K. Difference. Is it 1K? Lovely. And this is a great matchup for Papali too, like in terms of... Yeah, I, I wouldn't be trading him this week. Like, I wouldn't... Yeah. I think we eventually got around to not trading him last week, didn't we? And yeah. uh, <laughs> everyone was rewarded. So happy He's day. never been a trade. He's Team never been a trade. Yeah. Speaking of trades, Ben wants to know, is uh, Tavita Pangai a sell? No. <laughs> I think he says that tongue-in-cheek. Nah. Buy him. <laughs> buy him. He's going to put in for the jet. He's putting in for the jersey to the end yeah. of the season. So he's they're clearing up 750k of cap for him leaving. Um who are they going to be able to get? Like, is that the Roos, is that the Roosters maths? That's crazy. There's no way he's on 750k. No, he is. It's Roosters maths. Uh, yeah, no. his deal just must have been ridiculous. You know when they sign they sign a player and they're like, oh yeah, he's on like 500 grand, and then they leave and he's on 800 grand. No, well, they're freed the, up and up cap. The Matt Lodge, eh? Oh yeah, yeah, you just triple it. <laughs> the war chest. Oh, we, we, Take yeah, away the we, boats. We, yeah. we, you know we. Thanks to uh, Zayn Musgrove leaving, we've been able to announce the signing of Joey Manu on a $1.5 million a year deal. Oh, they're going to re-sign him as well, aren't they? On like a ridiculous yeah. deal. Oh, they came on Manu. They came came out and said that he's on some, yeah, they're really they're really close with the specific figures at the Roosters and they're confident of getting him to re-sign before November 1, i.e. Nick Pilatus has bought him a boat. There's one thing <laughs> I know, it's that he's not going to the Dragons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love seeing that. Oh, dear. All right, uh, Mark, your man, Brenton, he wants to know, when is the right time to jump off Jermaine Hopgood? I think we just discussed that, didn't we? Well, for overall. Yeah, in round, tw- in round 27. Okay, very good. I think you'd give it a week, right? And, in, like, if it's a disaster in, on the edge, you can trade him next week. But Yeah, in round I'd 27. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh Rob, Doss here. He wants to know. So he's head-to-head finals, 18K in the bank, two trades left. Um, he's got Haas, Lemuelu, and Val Tafade out. He wants mm, to know. Same. Do I trade Haas and play Kotrick or or trade in a centre for Lemuelu and use Haas to loop Robson and Dan Russell? I don't mind looping Dan Russell and... Um, who was the other one? Robson. Robson and Russell yeah. is probably a fine. I might even do that exact same thing. But it's, it sounds like he's only got one trade left. Is that right? We well, said two trades left in the question. Oh, two trades. Do you just do yeah. pass to um, Gagai? Yeah. And then you'll have Lemuelu next week for the finals and then just loop. Well, the other two. He's, got a, he's got a win, I suppose, doesn't he? Head to head finals. He does like, that's win. the thing. There's no I, point I taking trades if you're out. Do you do you just do uh you only have eighteen K. It's really hard it's really hard to get so if you do Lem up to Gagai, what's what can you get out of Haas? Like six 
fifty or something. Yeah, it's probably which not is great. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to find, I think, like a budget center that we're okay with having an hour seventeen this week. That isn't Gagai. Oh, is it like Ramian or something? He's is five eight not, nine. Is it not you and Aiken? Oh yeah. It just sort of puts you in a hole for next week if he's back to the centers, but yeah. Is it Stafford Toa against the Dolphins? Yeah, I think there'll be like just have a look mm-hmm. at the matchups. Hey, I think we'll I will have a look throughout the pod, but uh, yeah, I like Ramian still. He's under six hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think maybe in a one week situation, you and I can probably use your man because, uh, like, I've, like we always say to you, Rob, you need to make the grand final first before you start you worrying about what you're doing in round twenty six. Yeah, and and it doesn't really matter, right? Just pretend yep. like it doesn't exist, but don't exactly. don't get like a Rabbitohs guy this week. That would be. What about Connor? What about Connor Tracy at four seventy two? Yeah, I don't mind that. Don't mind that. Yep. Phil Phil Simon Su- still cheats. Suwali at four eight seven. Yeah, yeah, he's been good. Yeah, against the um, ghosts of the eels is pretty fun. Yeah, there's a few options he's, there for sure. He's dual. Yep. Very good. Like all right. Mark, um, we've discussed all the expensive mids. Jared wants to know, the best mid 658K or under is the answer, Black Glory. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. No, I think it's Mo Foto Waker. He's not. Oh, he is too. Yeah, he's 632. Yeah. He's really cheap. And he's going to be ch- cheaper next week. Yeah, it doesn't matter. 682 is cheap enough. Yeah. Yep. No. Big Mo. Big Mo. Right. Uh, Rob, Roberto. Dom wants to know: Would you play Nick Meany against the Dragons or Dylan Edwards against the Titans? Can't loop. I think Meany. Yeah, Meany was really good last week. Hmm. Like he finally had a good matchup. Finally went well. Uh, all right, Mark, MLS, our Raiders man, he wants to know, the best player, 701K or less for Jacob Preston? Who would you trade Jacob Preston to? Um, 701 or less. Yep. Assuming you already own James Tedesco. Just making sure there's nobody that I actually own already. <laughs> yeah, you um, always forget about that. Yeah, I mean, it is Tedesco it? if you don't have him. Yeah, otherwise it might it might be my follow up. Oh yeah, yeah. it really drops off a cliff there, eh? Because you can you just miss Gagai, who's seven oh four. Yeah, you miss Gagai, you miss Frizzell. Uh, oh, Bateman. Isaiah Papali. Yeah, he's six ninety or six seventy. He's cheap, eh? I like him against the Dolphins, like a one week. Even Damien, even Damien Cook, but I guess he's yeah, he's missing well, next too week. Much. Mm-hmm. Missing too much, yeah. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, okay, Rob, Cairo here. He's trading Haas and Carrigan. It's his grand final. He can forward any two players. Oh, wait, this he's just asking about the same mids. Um, oh, actually, no. So he's asked, uh, oh, he can afford any two players. Um, hmm. I guess if you could afford any two players... Uh, Jeez, I don't know. Uh, the, some of the options we've discussed already, I guess. You'd just go for some of the expensive mids or one of the halves like Munster or Cherry Evans. Does that sound about right to you? 
Yeah, yeah. I assume he has Cleary and... Mines. Yeah, he's he's got the usual suspects. Um, he's got Murray, Horsburgh, Yo, Fafita and Bateman as well in his forward pack. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it, your favourite of like McInnes, Fanua Blake, Tino, Horsburgh. Oh, you said he has Horsburgh. Yep. Get Dylan Brown. Ooh, it's a spicy one-week option. Get you over the mm. line. Lovely. Um, all right, Mark, stand the can man. He's back. He's got a whopping six trades left. Um, oh, my God. Yep. He's looking at trading Lemuelu and Robson uh, to Latrell and a cheapy 323K or less. He's already got Nick Kotrick. Yeah. Why are you tri- – it's fine. It is fine. But I, I feel like just trade more trades than that and get better trades. Yeah. Than that, because like, what's the point of trading Robson now? Like, unless you have hooker cover, especially to a wing fullback that's out next week as well. Yeah, it just seems a little bit short sighted. But if you if you're head to head and you need to win this week, and it's like it's fine. But also, you've got six trades left, so just don't leave them on the table. Mm. I'm taking with it next year. I reckon trade three or four and and sort out your team a bit better than yeah. that. Yeah, well, I, I guess maybe uh, the argument there, you could also say, I guess with still having four trades left after that, it doesn't matter if you're buying a, a, a player for one week because you could always just trade Latrell again next week if you wanted to, I suppose. But it does seem a bit wasteful. Mm. Um, all right, Dale, he says, Ryan, who wins in a fight? The reigning champion. He's been the reigning champion for quite a bit now as well. Uh, Griffin Neem up against Nelson Asafa Solomona. I feel like this is the toughest matchup Griffin's had in quite some time. And honestly, I'm leaning Naz here, boys. Naz, he's, he's announced he's, uh, he's going to do boxing as well. Um, I think Naz might get the chocolates here. We've had a lot of Kiwis in this uh, in this run of, of Dale asking fights, haven't we? But lads, do, do you agree with the Naz decision gets the win here? What do you oh, think? Yeah, I, I happily would not want to come anywhere near Nez in a fight. Yeah. Um, he'd be pretty Feels tough. Feels like a tough tough one to bring down. I, I get a feeling that Nas looks scarier than he is. Mm. Yeah, that might be right, but he's hulking and massive. So, like, I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he's a gentle giant, but I still think he's, mm. I think, still think he's pretty, pretty ruthless. He's yeah. like, the, the, the Storm are dirty bastards as well, I reckon. Like, <laughs> Hey, like tell to... us, tell us what you really think. You got to say allegedly. It's all coming mate, out. Gonna, it's all say, coming out now. Do that. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, what is it? I hate those storm. I hate those Melbourne players. I hate those Melbourne players. <laughs> yeah. Always so dirty. They always get in the wrestling and the ruck. And yeah, I feel like we had to teach it out of Tohu when he mm. when he came here. But um, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the only I've I've got two issues with Nelson Asafa Solomona, and they're purely just gut feel based based on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> Always the most reliable source. Yeah. So Nelson Asafa Solomona briefly trialed veganism. How he, however, he found it didn't work with his dietary requirements. I've got a, a wonder if of, of eating exclusively meat. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just being a gigantic bloke. I wanted to, I wanted to be a vegan, but I, I couldn't yeah. stop being carnivore. Yeah, found, found out that you can't eat meat on, on veganism, so he stopped. <laughs> Um, and the other issue that I've got is he has two dash hounds, which I just I think that's just like a. Well, he is from he is of, in Melbourne. 
beta beta male yeah. energy. It's, Only it's, part of, um, it's part of their base, right? It's Melbourne yeah. male energy, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, now if he was wearing a beanie and working as a barista in a cafe, I completely understand owning a dash out. But, you know, you got to get like a proper dog. He's also got a husky and a bull terrier, apparently. But I wonder how those four dogs go together. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If you, if you, if you want to give him the dub, you give him the dub. But I don't think Griffin Neem would buy a dash out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Do we know what kind of dogs Griffin Neem has? Can we? I feel like, what do you reckon he's got? Like a pit bull? Belgian Malinois or something. Something really fierce. Yeah, What's one that? of those cane, cane corsos. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, no, that's right. I'll leave it with you, Ryan. I'll let you. you it's your, your fighting. You choose. Yeah, no, There's I just feel like we're... There's nothing on Wikipedia page about these dogs, though. So. Yeah. I feel like we're due a title change here. It's been a long time. Naz, guess the dub. All right. right. It's a, he's a worthy victor, I think. Absolutely, good. He's got height no, on him. He's a he's a. Yeah, he's got the reach. Griffin name is hundred is six foot four, so it's bigger mm. than I thought. All right, Rob uh, Nathan here. He's got two trades left. He's thinking of uh, trading Lemuelu to Aitken and Valtafade to someone seventy seven seventy k or less, or just trade Lem to Gagai and save a trade. Oh, I do Lem to Gagai. Yeah, I think that's. Probably the smarter option in the long term. I think that's what term. I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Uh, okay. Mark, Nathan here. Three trades left. Head-to-head semi. Is it worth cashing out a player like Sandon Smith or Seb Chris to upgrade, say, Josh King to Corey Horsburgh? I have yes. Murray who will be out next week. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like a good trade to me. Yeah. Sounds like a perfect yeah. use of trade. Cash out, cash out the guy who's uh, red dot for the rest rest of the season excuse me and chris and uh yeah upgrade to someone good yeah sandon could be an emergency 15 if you need it like in round 17 yeah. so round 17 sorry round rob. 27 <laughs> where do you think we are rob that's why rob's um, saving so many trades he still thinks there's 10 rounds to go <laughs> <laughs> he's got dementia oh dear uh okay all right um rob uh Craig here, he's uh, thinking of getting rid of Bateman or Papali'i for another good mid to replace Haas and Hopgood during their buys. Uh, uh, just don't do it against the Dolphins. Yeah, that's a good point. Against the Dolphins, it's probably worth hang- hanging on to. But also, who have you got better at edge that you, you know? Like, who's a, a better option than either of those two guys? Like, yeah, well, he's got for feeder and Hopgood. Yeah. I don't know. I just wouldn't be trading either of them this week. Hmm. He says he's got one trade left as well. I don't know. Surely there's a better use of your last trade than like... Trading a healthy green dot. To, I don't know, how much cash has he got? Yeah, I'm not what sure. What his options? Say. Um... Well, he, he also says uh, – well, he doesn't really give any options, but he also says he was, he's got – speaking of Naz, he's got Naz's cover. He was thinking about trading Naz to Ruben Cotter. Don't do that. Mm, no, see, that's a waste of a trade as well. Yeah. I, I don't think I you think should – save your last one. trade for an injury because yeah, with your be last one. trade, with your last trade, you probably shouldn't be trading a healthy green dot, should you? Yeah, agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, Mark. Uh, 
I've got a question here from from a Mark. <laughs> he says, "Now that you are now that you're one of the top 100 NRL fantasy podcasters, hey, <laughs> top 100. We're, we're in the top 100 NRL fantasy <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> We've cracked it. We've cracked it big time. Are there a hundred? Uh, I don't know, but we're in it." Um, don't ask says, those questions, Rob. You don't want to know the answer. <laughs> of all the NRL fantasy podcasts, we are definitely one. Um, <laughs> he, we, we definitely do produce an NRL fantasy podcast. Aren't we like undeniable. a rugby podcast on Spotify or something? Because yeah, because they didn't have an league. option for rugby league. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he okay. says, what, what have you learnt? What have you learnt about podcasting this year? And what was your favourite podcast moment? have I learned about podcasting? I don't know if I've learned anything about podcast. I've definitely learned a lot about podcasting in the last couple of years. The thing that I've really learned about podcasting is something Ryan, you and I were discussing mm. uh, on Sunday before we hit record. And I don't want to say it because I know once I do, I can't take it back and everybody's going to hear it and be <laughs> commenting on it. But now I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll say it. Trying not to say the word um or other words that fill the gap between thoughts is the thing that we've had to learn the most. I remember when I first started editing the podcast, it got to the point where I could see the voice pattern of the word um and I wouldn't even have to listen to the podcast to be able to edit out all of the ums. That's how good I, good I got at identifying them. So the the thing that I learned is trying to be more mindful of what comes out of my mouth and thinking about what I'm going to say before it gets to the point where I'm going to say it. So I don't have to go, oh, yeah, um, you know, like, uh, 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 if that makes sense. What about yeah. you guys? What's something that you've learned from podcasting? Yeah, well, I think that, uh, that similar conversation that we had trying to steer away from uh crutch words like i guess would be the the answer for me uh it, it's it's very difficult it is very difficult but uh, i think we've gotten slowly better at it uh, as the years have gone on because this is what year three yes the, the feels podcast. like year 27 by the way but it always does come the end of the season it's been oh, a long year. yeah this time of year i really struggle with it i'm not even watching 99 percent of the games now i just really find it hard because i'm just so <laughs> But mind you, I was sitting there on the weekend combing through like average stayer, uh, player stats per position and trying to like, you know, work on preseason articles for next season. So I'm obviously not hating it that much. What about you, Rob? What, what's something you learned since you started? I'm going to be really paying attention to every word I say now, I think. Uh, yeah, like right there. You just say it immediately. <laughs> It's hard. It's very hard. Um, it's really hard. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's really hard. I think it's just... It's... Yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's just... It's been great chatting to you guys. And often a good thing about our podcast that I enjoy is just how conversational it is and how we mm. tend to just riff off certain topics. Uh, and we've been able to find some pretty good trades this year or people that um, have just really been doing a lot better than, you know, their stats have indicated. 
Uh, and that's what I think I've been the proudest of this year is, you know, people like Sean and I, I know he's an easy example, but even like mm. Tanner Boyd, for example, to start the season, just where there's someone that's better than their price and just sometimes fantasy is easy. And I feel like we've got a lot of those right this year, um, mm-hmm. which means that our pod has been usually quite good content and I think why a lot of our fans are doing uh, quite well this year. So we, you don't get it every year. I was pretty bad last year, and but it's yeah. it's this year I feel like there was a kind of template and a lot of us followed it. So This has been a bit of a banner year for the amateurs with like all of us doing fairly well in, in the rankings and a lot of our listeners following suit, which has been nice. Yeah. Um, I would have said uh, I think the one thing Rob should have learned is not to take a week off or otherwise you get completely roasted <laughs> when you're not here. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, just stop going to weddings, I think, is the, is the main thing. <laughs> I've really enjoyed those ones, though, coming back and just knowing, like, I might tell you why I can't make it, but I know that there's going to be about 15 wedding jokes or, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's fine. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, the fans love it. So. Yeah, well, was, I mean, yeah. it was good to have Mark back this week after his uh, one-week suspension last week. Yeah, well, you know, hip, a hip drop. Hip, hip drop on, yeah, hip drop on Brad Arthur. Which <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, 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 hit, I think I hip dropped half of the coaching staff in the NRL a couple of weeks ago. So I just go into a blackout sometimes, and I just start talking, and I wake up like fifteen minutes later, and I don't remember what I said, and I just post it without <laughs> editing it, and just hopefully, I hope I don't get sued for slander something down the track but yeah, everything i say is true so i suppose you can't get in trouble for um That's right. defamation Truth. if it's not if it's true Truth so. is defense. Happy days. <laughs> <laughs> what's think- what's your number one po- podcast moment though surely My, mine's an easy one is just taking the weekly opportunity to hang shit on austin and panthers fans at large probably i think mine might have been uh round nine when we were very heavily steering people away from buying Beltafade when he was on a buy um, yeah. after he had like. Oh no, we've lost him. Oh, that's such a shame. That was going to be <laughs> an all-time key off as well. We've lost him. The suspense. That's such a like funny moment. See, that's that's my that's my other thing that I really like about this podcast is. Ryan just dropping out at unexplained times and right when he's about to say something really high level intelligent. Um, Is he back? Now we got a bloody wait for No, uh, uh, baby, he's oh, back. I don't, I don't know what happened there. I, I could hear you guys the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Do you want to just start again on your round nine to Friday? Do, do you want to edit out yeah. that part? I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not going to edit it. Just keep going. Fuck's lazy. He's not doing that. Uh, <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> no, I was, I was just saying. You, I think everyone knows. And and then obviously Val wasn't named in in round ten, and we nailed the, the hammer there, and it, it made for a, a very good TikTok as well. Yeah, wheels up. Good stuff. Good work, guys. No, that's it. No more questions. All done. Uh, I got one more, and then we'll throw it over to Rob. Um, CJ, I don't know how in depth we want to go with this, but CJ just says using this season's averages, who would win out of your twenty twenty two team versus this year's team? Which oh, is... that's, yeah, that's too hard. Don't even remember. I have to look. Yeah, up, who do uh, I even have? Jump on the old uh, rugby league fantasy pro. Look at your your team for last year. Oh, can you do it there on twenty twenty two team? Yeah, you should be able to. Cool. Yeah, I think my uh, yeah no. Well, I didn't have um, 
I had, had Nico all year last year. I don't know. That's too hard. It's all too hard to work out. Good question. I probably would have won. No, Ryan would have won. No <laughs> doubt. Had a fairly similar team, actually, looking at it now. Adam Dewey in the wing fullback. That was, oh, geez, what a throwback. Oh, oh that was fun. We're gonna, he's not even going to be ready for next year either, eh? No, he's got a whole other year out. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. Brutal. All right, that's me done. Uh, Rob, mate, Instagram. All right. Uh, this is from Jeffers. Um, hey, lads, in a similar boat to Rob, head-to-head prelims, so must win, but also <laughs> am wanting to finish top 3K overall for the first time. So it sounds like overall he's got a must win, win overall as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got four trades left. And I'm thinking my best two trade-outs are Lemuelu and Nikarima. I've got 100k in the bank, which gives me 1.1k to work with. Was running Lemuelu in the centers. Do I do the? Do I do a Gagai upgrade? Mm. Yes. But then what? That leaves you what about 400k to get someone else in? Yeah, um, that's true. I also have Garrick in my wing fullback, so I could slot him into the centers to bring in a gun instead, gun wing fullback instead. But not sure who the clear gun option would be. Alongside Ponga and Drinky. Tedesco? Yeah. Um, is it 1.1? It yeah, 1.1 with Lem and Nikurima out. He's got four trades. Uh, is there an opportunity to make a third trade here to cash somebody else out and then squeeze like a chance or edwards or someone like that in and get a gun like upgrade a gun forward or something like that it's only two like two more rounds of trading to go yeah that's right he also said who should i bring in as a cash down 19th man got dan russell was 18th and munro yeah. as a red dot well that's where you go the um the joffa route yeah if he's your 18th. I suppose the other option is Thomas Weaver. What about like a Mo Fodawaker, Jacob Karaz? I yeah. He needs a centre, right? Well, he's got no, Garrett. Well, he moves Garrett. Garrett. Oh, moves Garrett and gets Karaz. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, something like that would work. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, you got Joffa or Ryan Sutton, who's 300 or less, and then lets you... Why a Tedesco or something? Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Sounds good. Um, uh, Jamie LE9, I'll give it to Ryan. Hey, lads, one trade left with 33K in the bank. Who do I get for Moses? Position doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, how much is Moses now? Is he 800? Oh, he's, he's fallen a lot. 697. He's actually going to be a round one. He's going to be a round one looking for next year. Yeah, he is. He's going to be really nice. So he's got 33. So he's got 730. That's a really awkward price. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Bateman? Natty B. Tyson Frizzell. Teddy, Gagai, Frizzell, Ice Pap. Natty B. John, John Bateman, if you don't have him. Um, yeah, I don't mind that. It's yeah, it's sort of tough because all these guys are sort of the same. Um, and I guess at this time of year, you probably want to shoot for upside, don't you? So, yeah, I'd, 
If you don't have John Bateman, I'd go him. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I don't know about Nat. He just scores a lot in tackles. Um, go for an upside play, I think, this time of year. So one of the Tigers' edges or, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'd put Nat slightly over Frizzell if you've got both Tigers' edges. Mm. Um, there's a, just not a question, but a comment for Mark from Alistair. Austin to Mark for a significant banter upgrade. <laughs> Last week had no hot takes or unnecessary slandering of NRL coaches. <laughs> Alleged slandering. Alleged slandering. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was good. That was good. Nah. I well, well, I always... Didn't we slag off all the coaches last week? Or was that the week before? No, it was, yeah, it was the week before. Uh, where we... Yeah. Oh, that was so last week I slagged off all the uh, Fox League commentators. Oh, that's, that's right. That was that was also very fun. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Tinny. What are you having? Mm. I found these extra large Great Northern cans, 500, oh. like half a litre. Delightful. Yeah, I just texted Tiffany and sent her a beer SOS. She bought me one in. <laughs> what? That's why you married her. That's why you get a wife, boys. Beer SOSs. Yep. A uh, question from Luke uh, Ryan: What to do with Matto? I've got Lem, Munro, Haas, and Chris out. One trade left. I've been saying well, that the big gun goes down. Well, I I think you. <laughs> You've just got to hang oh. on to him, don't you? Yeah, like he's a, he's a green dot this week. You just trade Haas, right? Yeah. If, if you're in need of someone, yeah, I think like Haas to Yo or someone else who doesn't have a buy. McInnes, I guess, isn't getting a rest. He's no risk. Horsbury. Yeah, that's, that's only four out. So you might be In, okay. in that situation, do you not just go Lemuelu down to like Offengawi or something like that just for like a one-weeker and then you've still got – Haas, who's actually going to be a pod the final two weeks? Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, I mean, if you can field us as well, if you can field a seventeen without trading, I think I'd just do that. Like, because I guess you can move on Madison in round twenty-seven when he's on a buy too. And you might mm. actually need that trade a bit more if there's another gun that goes out, yeah. goes down next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, question from Jordan Mark: One trade left overall. Playing overall, I have. Sammy is an 18th. Mm-hmm. Do I bother spending my last trade going Lem to sub 582 center or just run Sammy? I just run Sammy. Yeah. Yeah, I think use your last trade for a gun going out or if and Well, that's exact but that's exactly why you got Sammy in your yeah, 18th man. And of all the players to lose, Lemuelo would be the one you'd be picking to lose at that time then, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Or a wing fullback for sure. Um, got Lemu. This is from Aiden. Ma- uh, I'll give it to Ryan. Aiden got Lemu, Man- Manu, Kotrick, Averillo. Kotrick and Averillo are 20 and 21. Don't feel comfortable playing Averillo in knockout. Got 6 9 TK. Is Garrick the obvious pick? Uh, yeah, if you, I guess if you need a center to get the W this week, uh, I mean, your only real options are probably Garrick or Manu, aren't they? Uh, and I probably feel more comfortable going for Garrick. So yeah, Garrick's your man. Yeah. Against the Raiders, I think if you were ever going to play Avarillo, now would be the time. But in the last game of the round, it's sort of a bit sucky to, you could always, um, 
sort of just wait a little bit and see how Warriors play pretty early though. Yeah, so do Manly and Manu. Yeah, I suppose. Warriors. Unless you go to Manly, sorry. Unless you yeah. Unless you, you, you could go to Timiko. Yeah, Timiko. Yeah, mind meld, Ryan. Good job. <laughs> you too. See, that was completely okay. unscripted, boys. Love that. <laughs> cool. Um this is for you, Mark Dylan. Uh one trade left in the semifinal, SF. Not sure what that means. Um would you trade out Moses to another gun or down to Harrison Graham as a hooker cover slash decent scorer? Did you say one trade left? That seems like a long way down. Did you say one trade left? One trade left. Yeah, no, you just get the best hooker you can if you don't have any other hookers. And that is not Harrison Graham. <laughs> no. It's yeah. Probably Dam- it's probably Damien Cook. But yeah, he's be how much is next week though? Yeah, yeah, Lachlan Croker. <laughs> oh my god, why is he the best hooker <laughs> this year? Is cocktail? Eh? Yeah. Okay, uh, from James, I'll give this to Ryan. Head head prelim this week and looking to move on from Moses and Preston with my final two. I've got one point four four eight to spend for the first trade. I'm thinking Gagai. And that leaves me needing an edge for seven four four or less. Do you think Gagai is the play over Garrick from and for my second trade, who's the best edge option out of Butcher, Frizzell, Matto, Nicola, and IPAP? Great season. Thoroughly enjoy the pod. Cheers, guys. Um, yeah, I, I do think Gagai is the best center option. Uh, and really, like if you were to go for a cheaper center, who are you buying? Like the only Guys more expensive, uh, Fafita, Cartwright, and Hopgood. Um, so I guess if like if you could if you don't own Fafita, you could if you could go Garrick and Fafita, I'd do that. But otherwise, I think Gagai and <sighs> I mean we've discussed the edges. I think Butcher and Frizz are probably the top two. Um, I quite I like Ipep and have one on in a you know against the Dolphins in a must win. If you're feeling spicy, Scott Sorensen against the Titans. That is quite spicy. That's particularly <laughs> caliente, if you will. Yeah, I don't think I'd do that, though. No. Okay, uh, Mark, two trades left, head-to-head prelims. Next week I'll be moving. Don't worry about next week. Don't worry about next week. Uh, would you straight swap Timoko to Gagai? Um, I'm not enough I would against the Bulldogs. No, yeah, I don't think so. Either. I just think hold Timiko. This is the best matchup Timiko could possibly have in a knockout semi, like a knockout head head fight. Yeah, he said, "Should I hold Timiko?" And I think yes, you should. Yeah. Um, question from Nick: Two trades left in my head to head grand final. Nope, prelim. Opponent has no trades. I have Haas. Thinking of trading him to Tino, Yo, or AFB. Uh, thoughts. Also, Mark and Rob need to keep up in the podcasters league. <laughs> I think the the easy answers. The easy answers, yo. Yeah, agree. Um, uh, NRL enthusiast, welcome back, Mark. You were truly missed last week. Oh, I got supposed like, to falsely missed. Yeah, uh, I got yo last week, like you said. I downloaded the yo expansion pack. His sixty point base is remarkable. I'm thirty five points off the top one thousand. Got one trade left. Picking Penasini. 
over Timoko in round 19 has cost me the top 1,000, along with many other awful trade decisions. <laughs> That'll happen. Is the 100, 1,001 to 1,100 range possibly the most painful rank to be in? Yes. Any words of comfort for me and anyone missing the top 1,000? <laughs> Just get good, mate. <laughs> get good. Skillish. <laughs> <laughs> Did you still miss me? <laughs> truly miss. Truly, truly. Nah, it's all right. Mate, I've oh yeah, I'm I'm a perennial uh two thousand plus finisher, so I have no understanding of this particular range rank. So I've now in the top top five hundred where before I was uh outside the top two thousand, so this uh this pain is one I do not know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan, question for Ryan. Prelim final with head-to-head and have eight trades. We'll what? use four. Thinking of catching <laughs> out. Is, where are these people going? Do they start in round 10? I think they just like, had a <laughs> big they doing? Like, hibernation in the middle of the season. Just like not having fun. It's like, that's the best part of playing fantasy is just using all your trades up and then screaming when all your players get injured and you've got no trades left. Absolutely. <laughs> Come yeah. to think of it, actually, that doesn't sound as exciting as it as it as it, the concept. I do wonder if we just logged out for like four weeks and didn't make any trades, whether we'd be like materially better off than we are now. But isn't that what you did? <laughs> no, that's certainly what Nathan did. Um. Okay. So he wants to use four. Thinking of cashing out Clark to Josh Reynolds for a looper. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever looper you want. Um. And then trading Haas to SJ, Matto to McInnes, and either Murray. Or Robson to Yo or Hines. Mm. That, that, that is very interesting. Um, I mean, I think you've got to go Hines, don't you? Like Hines, SJ, Reynolds, and who was the other one? Uh, Luther. Pass to SJ. Meta to McInnes. Meta to McInnes. I'm not sure about. Are we, buying, are we buying SJ at 900k with the quad injury? I don't. I think you're, yeah, I don't think I would. He's very I expensive would now. 150K less for Cherry Evans or someone like that, surely. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think I'd be getting SJ or Munster. But it sounds like price isn't an option for this guy if he's getting Hines and, or Yo. Maybe, could you get Yo and Hines instead of SJ? Yeah, I'm fine with yeah, that. I'd do that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think SJ is pretty close to the bottom of the list of players in that price bracket that I'd be looking for with the quad yeah. injury. We haven't mentioned him at all, so because any any together. opportunity he's got to be rested, he's going to be rested. You have to imagine. Mm. I've got a draft one for you, Mark. Um, with Lamb, Holmes, and Bird out, my draft team centers are in trouble. I'm in the grand final. Any s- suggestions of a center that might be available in free agency? Young Tonomapia. Against the Draggies. Ooh, quite like that. Hmm. Quite like that. Uh, yeah, young, t- young T against the Drags. Uh, or, um, yeah, he's probably my number one option. Um, Col- Cola maybe, but, you know, he's a bit shit. Nah, I think it's Young T. Mm-hmm. Rocco Berry is the other one maybe. Yeah. Who are the, who are the manly sinners? But Brad Parker's out, isn't he? Yeah, it's Kohler and um, that other guy who does the stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that other guy who does the stuff. 
who plays the football in the NRL. Morgan Harper. Morgan Harper. That's Morgan him. Harper. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, okay, just the Corwin, uh, Ryan. My head-to-head opponents are listening, so call me Trevor Chapel for the week. <laughs> all, right, do- all right, Chappie. Chappie. Is this Chappie? Is this him trying to get me to answer his trade questions? Is that, is uh, that the I already I already outed his name before I read the question. That's the stupidest thing. Don't listen, uh, Chappie's uh, opponent. <laughs> that is so dumb. <laughs> Actually, is that, gonna, is that one... Is that one D Chapman or is are we calling him uh, Danny C for short? I might come back to this question in the hope that uh, all <laughs> we'll forget about it. Forget about it, because yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've just directed to me and say, "Oh, Mark," like you know, like "Oh, Mark." Yeah, I'll give Mark him a, know. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him another because uh, I, yeah. I never question out for your question trades. later on in the pod, and I'll um, <laughs> um, a question from Mark. To Mark, um, hands to Aitken with 3K left over for my final trade. Do you reckon that was it? Was that the question? We'll never know. <laughs> He's just slipping it in there like straight away. <laughs> I think I'm being inclined to maybe go all the way down to Joffa or Can something you do like that. Harrison Graham? How much is hands? Yeah. 400 and something. 426. 426. Yeah, something like that. Probably fine. Yeah. I've just got it locked in on centers here. I'm just, I don't know why I'm looking at centers, but I am. Um, Even like like a Siwa Wong or someone like that is like interesting options. Where's Egan? Is he just. He's got. He's on the. He's got the Boyd Cordner. Yeah, he's got the inherited Boyd Cordners. And shut down. Yeah, is it this one. is not Wade Graham? It's Wade Graham. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Wade Graham, the Wade Graham victory tour is pretty amazing. I, it's Wade I Graham. This is like the Cardi party, but somebody brings like like cider instead of beer, but it's still good. That's Wade it's Graham. The t- it's the two goats up against each other this week too. Wade's running a chat. Mm. Is it oh, Chad and Hiku as well? It's a pretty nice, pretty nice edge. Yeah, Wade. It's Wade Graham. Yeah. Oh, maybe I do have to loop him instead of Robson. No, it's not. It's not. Um, uh, from Callum, two trades left. Need a trade. Moses for a wing fullback. Do I go with the crowd and get Tedesco, or is there a sneaky pod? He already has Ponga, Carraz, and Garrick with Manu and Penasini in the centers. 700k to work with. Oh, so he can't get Gagai and move. Maju? Manu. Ma- yeah. Maju? Greg Maju. Maju's the pod. Yeah. It's the pod. I mean, Clint Gutherson with goal kicking. Can we recommend him, though? I can't in good faith no. recommend. Uh, I'm just saying. Gutherson, God, but... For science? Paul Gutherson. Yeah. No. No, I don't think uh, so. Yeah, I think it is Tedesco. Yeah, just get Tedesco. Don't cost yourself any points. Yeah. yeah. I, there's no one else, really, I'd recommend. Because, yes, yeah, you're so close to... Um, only one's maybe Garrick if you don't have him. Oh, no, he has Garrick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Drifter. Head if, you, head player. if you said on a pod, it's Marju, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Head to head player. Uh, three trades left. Currently looping Burns and Edwards for my 17th man. Is Edwards playing? Oh, Dylan Edwards. Uh, 125K in the bank. Is it worth trading either of them? Is Probably that Braden Burns? Not. Oh, is it? 
Um, Billy Benz. Oh, he's expensive now. Look at him go. I probably just keep him. Or have him something K in the bank. You can go up one, to Mo Fotoaker from there. One, two, five. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. Um, or he just, can just, do... quiet, just quietly as well. Like I just I just noticed this. I can't believe this. Kyle Feld's over 100K more expensive than Dylan Edwards. Like if you told me that after Dylan Edwards scored his four <laughs> tries, like 98 or whatever it was, <laughs> like in round seven. Bloody hell. I feel like um, Kyle Felt playing reserve grade has really helped us. Uh, price stay the, the way it is, yep. but yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Can I sl- can I slip one. a can I slip a question in here mm-hmm. for people looking for a cash out? What do you think about Tom Weaver with Tanner Boyd out for the year? Is he two twenty? Sorry, two thirty. Yeah, huh? so they got yeah. four four in with a sternum injury out this week, but there's only three weeks to go, and I have to think Brimson's going to come back into fullback and take Keeney's spot. Weaver's a Australian schoolboys halfback, and they don't have a halfback outside of Tanner Boyd on the roster for next year. Is this a thing where they're going to give him a couple of weeks to have a look and and 230K, you know, you could do worse than having a halfback on your roster at 230K? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. I'm just... Um... It just depends what you want, right? Like, I feel like Kotrick is possibly more helpful because he's dual and cheaper. But, but he sucks. If you need a, yeah, but if you need a scorer. <laughs> but how um, often are you going to be scoring Weaver? Well, it's three. It's three. Like, it's only three weeks, right? And like assuming there's no injuries, it's two weeks. Question. Yeah. Who in this Titans team will be goal kicking? Could be, be Aaron Shop. It could be Weaver. It could be Aaron Shop. Does Tom Weaver kick goals? I don't know. That he kicked question. one in reserve. He's kicked one in reserve grade this year. Maybe it is. Shop. So, It'll be shop. It'll be shop. Um, and if that's the case, is shop the best cheapy center at three hundred fifteen k? Yeah, it's a good. That's a good option. Is he? Oh, he's not Jewel though, is he? It's a shame. No. But yeah, I like. I like that. It's they're, just, they're playing the Panthers this week. Panthers Storm yeah. is not tough. Great. Yeah, and then Dogs around seventeen. I think I would. It's just, just more about the cash out. It's, it's just, uh, but if you've already like okay, you've already got Cotrick, mm. yeah, then it's fine. W- or would you spend the? Would you spend the sixty three k and go to off out? Off and or sixty six k and go to off and Gowie? Um, is anyone coming back for the heels? Not really, eh? Just Davy. I don't know where he is. He, he failed the HIA last week. He got soft, he the soft, soft brain too. Yeah. Soft melon. Soft yeah. melon. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Just curious. That was a, oh, that was a bonus. That was a bonus question. Yeah. Uh, Seafs. He's back. Seaf. Seaf. Uh, legend. Got Man a deal. Myth. Got a deal for you. If I win my head-to-head league, I owe you a guest appearance on the show. What do you reckon? Oh, no. <laughs> don't don't punish us, mate. Come on. What have we ever done to you? <laughs> oh, love you, Seas. I mean, he might improve the quality of the show because obviously he's, he's not a fan. I think he is a fan. No, wasn't I'm that just, the? Wasn't I'm, that? Yeah, the, I'm just joking. The gear. Yeah, Brian's just rapping at you, mate. You fell into <laughs> his trap. <laughs> no, we're an average podcast. 
Um, top 100, mate. Top 100 confirmed. <laughs> top 100 what? Rugby League podcast. Um, question from Nathan Mark. Five trades with 237 in the bank. Who do I swap Haas for? And should I go Chris to Garrick or Madison? Or do I trade Chris all the way start, down? Sorry, sorry. Start again. Start again. Sorry. Okay. Write this down. Uh, so who should I trade Haas for? How many trades in the bank? Five what? and two, three, seven. Yep. Okay. So who should I swap Haas for? And then should I go Chris to Garrick or Madison? Or do I go Chris all the way down and Buller to anyone? Oh, it really depends on your team structure, but with five trades left, it feels like you probably should be looking for elite players in their position, which would be Garrick. And then yeah. you just trade Haas to Yo. Yeah. Or someone like that. Yeah, he that might already be... have Yo, but uh, I wouldn't yeah. be And if you don't, then, you know, Tino or, you know, yeah, he's mentioned. see the uh, conversation from an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. That's right. All of the things in the middle. Uh, who's the best center for the run home to trade out Lim if you've already got Gagod? Garrick. Garrick. Yeah. yeah, it's probably Garrick. Garrick. Pretty soft Garrick after Warriors. Juggernaut. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, lads, overall ranked 212. Two trades left. Moses to who? 815K limit and would love a pod. Ooh. Hold, I like uh, Dylan Brown, but not for overall, really, eh? Yeah, not for overall. Yeah. Um, Is it like yeah. Honestly, oh. uh, I don't mind Scott Drinkwater if you don't have him as a pod. Um, Surely if he's 2-1-2 overall, he's got Fanua Blake. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Fanua Blake. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, Gerard like Hughes and Dragons. Next week. Yeah, because they've got Raider Storm, and they'll be fighting for the minor premier. Maybe need yeah. him on this week though. Um, uh, one trade Moses going seven one eight k in the bank. Any position got Gagai Puppy Manu must win. What's his budget? Seven eight. Seven one eight. Um, I mean, this is, I guess, similar to the question we had before, but uh, I think Frizzell is probably the best option since Nat Butcher's out of that equation. Um, he says he's got Puppy. Yeah, it's. I think it's probably Frizzell in that price bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark from Gus Bro. Three trades left. Preston to McInnes or Fafita, and should I also do Haas to Yo Tino or Fafita? Preston to I would probably go McInnes just because of the matchup for Fafita this week. And then what was the second half? Haas to Yo, I think. Yeah. That's probably what I would yep. do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, I've done a lot of these mid questions. Can I use my final trades to guarantee the Knights top eight? Yes. Think, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I hate fantasy. I think the, knight, the Knights are going to come, kind of come top eight. I like that. Yeah. Do they need to I, win out? They do, don't they? You might remember about four weeks ago, I called that on the podcast, by the way, guys. You did. Yeah, well, I mean, Knights versus South this week is pretty big, isn't it? Like yeah. Loser I, on form, you have to take the Knights. 
surely. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. All right. I think we're done. Are we? We're done. Do you get the Twitter? Do you get everything? Oh no, you were doing Twitter, weren't you? Right. Yeah, I've I've done I've done Twitter and Facebook. They're done. Look at you go, boys. This is a quick pod, under a hundred minutes. What are we going to do? What are we going to do for the next twenty minutes? Chat about your cooking. You got any more recipes, mate? (laughs) Feels up. I was quite intrigued by that um garlic prawns situation. Yeah, no, it was good. No, my and then my lamb, my lamb last night just did um. So when you get your lamb roast and you cut a couple of holes in the top and you stuff it with olive oil, chopped up garlic and like mixed herbs. And then you can get the, like, if you get like a rolled one, you can like put the, um, you can basically make like a half a crackling type of thing with the like lamb fat on the top. So good. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Great. Wheels up. Wheels up. Perfect. Oh, and I just have one more question. Um, would you trade Penasini to Gagai or Manu? Uh, I think I'd trade him to Gagai. Yeah. yeah. Gagai. G- uh, Gagai just like, he looks like he's got himself in his own fantasy team. That's how he's playing at the moment. <laughs> he is a, it's a bit like Andrew Fafita, prime, prime Andrew Fafita. It's Fafita, awesome. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like watching Jack Bird or like one of those games where, you know, DC's put the C in himself. It's just, yeah. there's something just beautiful so about it. frightened of playing him in a head to head that I just have to get him this week. So, Mm. Yep, that's what I will do. Yep. Cool. Yep, yep, yep. Good job. Good job, guys. Good hustle. What, tra- what trades are we doing this week, boys? Um, t- We've talked through TIFFs, haven't we? Um, um, not quite. Okay. But, yeah, but, yeah, so there's probably, it's probably a Lemuelu cash down and then Madison Torhu gun up is the, is the route. And I'm just. That makes sense. Working out if it's. Weaver or often Gowie, and then which two of Yo, Tino, McInnes, and Fanil Blake? Because mm-hmm. her team is lucky enough to have Cleary, Hines, SJ, and Cheza. So mm. there's no shortage of halves. So we're not going down that particular route. Um, Does although, she have Murray or not? No Murray. No Murray, no Haas. So you don't need a. You don't need a mid next week yeah. or anything. I've actually got, I should say, she's got a full 17 this week without trading at all. Um, but that involves Madison and Torhu, who I don't trust. And I'm up against Nerd Dale, um, who does, he does have Payne Haas. So he's going to do one. Both teams have got three trades left. So should be interesting. Um, I'm just having a look. A little snappy look here. So he's got Yo. So the question is whether you want to close a pod or open it there against the Titans. Um, Penasini, he's got Walsh on the bye and Haas on the bye, which is a bit unfortunate, but he's got uh, Drinky there to cover that. So, yeah, interesting stuff. Um, Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Tarpany, I'm a little bit scared about. Although against the tight, against the Bulldogs, I'm pretty happy with with that matchup. To be honest, do you have him? Not. Yeah, I got I got tar- I got tarps. Yeah, I'm a bit scared of. Uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy with the center center matchup. We got I got Garrick and Mott. Well, got Garrick and Manu up against Panasini and Gagai, but Panasini's without Moses, and then Gags against South. We got you know Garrick and Manu both with pretty good matchups there. So, yeah. Who knows? Interesting. Yep. Who knows? 
Good questions. What about you boys? What are you doing? Rob, anything? Uh, yeah, I think I'll do Haas and Lemuelo to Fenua Blake and Gagai. I can't do McInnes. So it's someone like about 8, 790-ish or lower. It's mm. not even 790. It's it's like just under McInnes, basically. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. I'm going to the Warriors game, so it might be fun to watch him live uh, and him take me through. I I don't have Tedesco or Manu, so in all of my um, head-to-head matchups, I'm against them. So I feel like I'm just going to mm-hmm. throw my phone a long way if uh, <laughs> well again. They're just so annoying, those two, because they like kind of just meander around and then they just do one massive game-breaking play and then they just get mm. a lot of points and it's infuriating. Yeah. So. Mm. Yep. Uh, well, like I'm up against Chappie in two different head-to-head league uh, prelims this week. And I feel like he's definitely going to be listening to little spy, bloody cuck me out or something. Um, uh, I'm thinking maybe cashing down Seb Chris and going Max King to one of the uh, aforementioned forwards we've been discussing, and then that leaves yeah. me being able to loop. Um, Waker and Penasini, and if one of those guys goes bad, I can trade Payne Haas either to another mid or to Gagai or something like that, depending on uh, on come Sunday, depending on how Waker and Penasini go. I can take my pick, yeah. and if they both go good, I can just yeah leave Haas for next week. So who would be your other centre in that situation? I'm just looking at it now. You've got Penasini and Garrick there. Who's the other centre? Well, that's that's the well I, I, that, that would be the thing. If Penasini goes crap, I'd trade Haas to Gagai. Right. But if, he goes well, but if he goes well, I'll just take Penasini's score. Right. Okay. I like that. Good job. Mm. Yeah. Good job. Good stuff. I'm looking forward to beating you in the grand final next week. Yeah. I can't wait, mate. I've got to get past Chappie in two leagues. Knock him out. The nerd. Two nerds, Dale and Chappie. Two nerds. Blood nerds. <laughs> I got John. John's still got like more trades than me, so quite concerned. But he did have oh, that in, in the hurt lockup? Yeah. Yeah, I got eliminated already by uh, John for that. So <laughs> yeah, he's got a good team, eh? Oh, and Rob, mate, your 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 dad's very upset with you. He was looking forward to knocking you out this week, and and you've already been oh. knocked out. Your <laughs> yeah. daddy, Rob's daddy, he's very upset with you. Yeah, I was kind of all in my head last week about what trades to make, and then I decided that I didn't give a shit uh, and just <laughs> basically mailed in and just cashed out sand into the goat Wade Graham. Um, but it meant that the few head-to-head ones that I was in that weren't cash leagues, I lost, uh, including the one where Rob's daddy had been uh, eagerly awaiting me in the grand final. So yeah, you, you've ducked him to avoid a spanking. He was going to put you over his knee. <laughs> yeah, Lingy, Lingy beat me actually in the um, in the prelim. So yeah, it was a real shame. So sorry, mate. I'll catch you next year. We'll make it a cash league, yeah. and then I'll care about it. Is that? Lingy still playing fantasy? I don't hear much from him, eh? He's a bit of quiet, he's, quiet assassin in the group chat. He's a he's a quiet Australian, eh? He retired when yeah. the Roosters went crap, I reckon. Yeah, he's a no, Roosters. He's fan. a big, big yeah. wise guy now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. All right, boys. I reckon that'll do us. Any uh, closing thoughts? Any you know additional recipes you want to share? Any you know old old school wisdom? I just so, want one uh, recipe from you uh, this week, Ryan. Just one meal. Let us know how you go. Get some tuna, put it in a bowl, put it in the microwave. No, I've only got one meal and it uh, and Lucy is horrendous. Like Lucy thinks I'm horrendous, but yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the issue, isn't it? Someone has to I used to, the day. We used to have this uh, – my dad used to cook this thing when we were younger. I've tried to cook it for Tiffany a couple of times. She looks at me like I'm a, like a mongoloid. It's, um, I call it steak pasta, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's literally oh. you just get like a big slab of rump and you chop it up into like cubes, like one centimeter cubes, and you just like fry it off with like soy sauce and tomato paste and garlic and like a dolmio like packet uh, salsa and then add the big spirals of pasta in it and like bacon and tinned mushrooms. My dad so you- used to cook us for us when we were kids. That's a proper dad meal. See, my uh, my my <laughs> one dish that I that I cook really well. It's called Ryan's Secret Recipe. That, that's okay. my uh, my mm. one dish. Lucy, do you want to explain it? Are we on um, NRL fantasy cooks right now? Like, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had a really weird time. Yeah, we're discussing yeah, meals right at the end oh, of the, fantastic. that time of year. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, see, Ryan's Secret Recipe. Are you sure you want me to reveal the secret, Ryan? Hang on. Is it suitable for people under the age of eighteen years old? It absolutely, oh, nutritionally, no. <laughs> you have to be 18 year old. I thought maybe it was like some sort of, yeah, like, euphemism for something I was going to have to pull you up. No, oh, yeah. Get out of the gutter, Mark. This is a simple <laughs> cooking show. Steady cook. No, it's a, um, see, what you do, you get a packet of um, rigatoni. San Remo. San Remo rigatoni, to be specific. <laughs> And then you cook it. Generally, it's in cold water and you just pop it in the cold water and let the whole thing boil together. Then while that's cooking, you get your dolmio sauce, which is what flavour of dolmio is it again? Uh, The red wine one. The red wine dolmio. I've got to be specific with these things. Red wine dolmio. You heat that up and then when the pasta's ready, you take it out, you put the pasta on a plate. It has to be a plate. Don't put it in a bowl. It ruins it. So you've got to put yeah. the, the cooked you've got to let pasta. It it's like wine. You got to yeah. <laughs> you put the cooked pasta on a plate. Then you take your dolmio sauce and you pour that over top of the pasta in an even fashion, so everything gets covered. But don't mix them. Don't mix them. It'll ruin it. So then you put that on top, and then you add half a bag of cheese. That's the secret. That's the secret. <laughs> and then you eat it what, with a spoon. what kind of cheese? Uh, Is whatever's it in the fridge. Tasty? <laughs> Yeah, Devondale. No, it's, um, it's a specific kind of cheese. Yeah, a bit of Devondale. Okay. Yeah, see, but that doesn't re- that doesn't reach your five ingredient rule. Is the problem? No, that's only three. No, it's less. No, that's better. Less ingredients are better. Yeah, it's five or yeah, under. Keep it simple. Five. Yeah, five or under. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's gourmet cooking right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is. That, that's that's my go-to when Lucy's not here. Yeah, yeah. I used to. Balance, um, sure. <laughs> I d- I definitely had this thing where I just get like a packet of like oh half a packet of corn chips and just put some cheese on it and put it in the microwave for like thirty seconds and melt the cheese and just eat that for lunch. That is a classic. Yeah, the old chip sandwich or something like that as well. Have yeah. you seen this trend oh. on uh, TikTok that's like girl dinner? And it's yes, like, that's my favorite. So good, just the like oh, pasta with like a little bit of cheese on it, or like mm-hmm. <laughs> like a Red Bull. Girl, dude, mine's a fried de- mine's a fried egg on just some English muffins covered in barbecue oh, sauce. That's delicious. Oh, that's all right. That's, girl, yeah, that's good. Happy that's girl yeah, dinner that's, right there. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I just do the old uh, McCain uh, frozen pizza, just slap it in the in the <laughs> oven for ten minutes. The boy dinner is, is a lot. Yeah, sadder, this is boy. I, di- I feel like you guys can just start <laughs> the boy dinner trend. <laughs> the only thing sad of the boy dinner is, is dad dinner, like when dad's cooking for the kids. Oh, yeah. Mom's yeah. All right. Sad of the I'm going to finish cooking chat out with the uh, the weirdest thing I've ever seen cooking, which also came from my dad. 
<laughs> Once my dad makes his toast in the morning, he puts it in the freezer for five minutes. What? <laughs> to make it crispier. What? <laughs> What was the? Wasn't there a like a Manus Lebeshane thing where he cooled down his toasty or something? Like he put he he made a like a toasted sandwich and then he put it. Yeah, in I think he learned. I think he learned that from my dad. But uh, that makes sense. Like you you, want, you don't want the cheese to burn your mouth. You just have cold toast after that. Yeah, he's literally <laughs> just like make the toast and then get it out of the toaster and put it in the freezer for five minutes. I've never seen anything like it. That's serial killer behavior, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like uh, milk in before the cereal behavior. Yeah, that explains a lot. Of, that explains a lot about, uh, like, about your psyche, Mike. We we mix with water instead of milk. Oh. <laughs> when the, when the milk's a bit too spicy. Brett Lee would never. <laughs> All right, we need to finish it up here. We go. Right, right, good track. chatting to you guys on NRL right. Fantasy Cooks. Good to have the pro back. That, thank, thanks, Lucy. Thanks, Lucy. All right, boys. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for participating in this completely uh, fantasy-dedicated episode that didn't go off the rails at all tonight. Appreciate you joining us. For those listening, still listening, I really commend your commitment to us. <laughs> and um, hopefully enjoy the last couple of weeks of the season and then we'll see you in, you know, a couple of months for the, for the preseason. God help us. And, um, yeah, enjoy the footy. I'll talk to you on Sunday. Love you guys.